It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson's Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. We missed it by that much. That was from Get Smart. We like to do our funny drops. That seemed appropriate. We had that one saved. Suzanne Mitchell, partner in crime, partner in life, partner on air. Got Jody Levon on today, and good for us, good for everybody listening. Always big audience whenever Jody joins us. Yes, yeah, we are happy to have her with us today. We are Manson Mitchell in your ears for the hour. Delighted that Jody will be with us. And yes, in the second half hour, after Suzanne gives the word and the numbers, we'll have you call in. And some of you folks are going to be fortunate enough to get a message. From Jody, and over her shoulder, there's someone on the other side who would like to speak with you. But right now, over her shoulder is Nathan Miller. Making sure that we all can be heard. That's right. We call him Nathan Detroit. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Detroit. <laughs> Good morning and afternoon to you, Gary and Suzanne. While it's really sunny outside, we're going to be paying attention to some ice this weekend. And speaking of drops, also dropping that puck. Yeah, I understand the, the lightning are fighting to stay yeah. alive and the Kraken are yep. going hill hill against the avalanche. Yep. It's the rubber yep. match. Oh, yep. my goodness. Yep. Yes. Uh, the lightning, uh, they blew a game during the week. They just had no business losing or they wouldn't be in this dire situation. Have to win tonight at home and then go uh, in a couple of nights, go back to Toronto. So this is really, it would mean three wins in a row. It's been done before, but it's a mighty tough climb. Meanwhile, I want to register my complaint that being on the East Coast, anything that's happening at 7 p.m. out on the left coast, down here in Florida, it's 10 p.m. when things get started there, and we fell asleep. We got little toothpicks in our <laughs> eyes trying to keep our eyes open for the for the watching the Kraken at midnight and 1 o'clock in the morning. Only to find, much to our dismay, that the Kraken, or as Siri calls it, now she'll probably talk to me, you know, <laughs> if you go to the TV and ask it for the channel, and the, the lady inside the TV calls them the Seattle Kraken. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. They're so sorry they didn't win last night. Bummer there, but I'm hoping they can go back and Pull off the mini miracle by defeating the defending champs. Not as good as they were last year. Colorado isn't the team that they were a year ago this time, yep. but they are the defending Stanley Cup champions. And if the Kraken can beat them, what history shall be made on the ice? Uh, that yes, seems to we... be the case. You know, they always talk about the trophy curse, you know, especially in baseball and hockey mm-hmm. too, but a team wins the trophy and then all of a sudden their players go elsewhere and they, and they become not as relevant of team as they were in that previous year, in some cases. Yesterday, Benny was wearing his Kraken shirt, and I see today Nathan is wearing his Kraken shirt. Hey, 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 it's not a Kraken shirt. It is a a Seattle shirt. It is blue. It does have teal. But hey, I'm a baseball guy. These are the Mariners. There you go. And I've got my lightning hat on just because I think through magic thinking that it will do them some good. Hasn't worked terribly well so far, but we'll see how it goes. If it came to a trophy for the happiest medium, I think we know who would be the recipient of that honor. Enough of sports talk. 
Jody Levon, the happy medium, has been a corporate psychic and intuitive coach for over three decades, which is hard to believe considering she's only 35, and is the author of the Happy Medium book series. She's the resident psychic on a very popular television show airing on ABC in Minnesota called Twin Cities Live. Her unique approach to her work appeals both to a mainstream audience as well as more metaphysically minded people. Her website is theintuitivecoach.com, and that is the best place to find her to, to see what her events are and her appearances are. And we are just thrilled. We call her our friend to welcome Jody Levon to Manson Mitchell once again. Hello, Jody. Hello. Thank you for having me, Suzanne and Gary. I love being here. No matter how often you're on, we don't think it's often enough. So that's all I want to say. Me neither. <laughs> you know, when we extended an invitation, you graciously accepted. And as I got ready to put together what I call the marketing piece, get the social media going so folks know that you're going to join us on this day, you suggested to me really uh, what I hope will be twin themes. And that is intuition very big in your life. Big I word. The big I word. And the other big I word that you associate with it, Jody, is integrity. You said, let's talk about integrity and intuition. I mentioned it to Suzanne and she said, I think something's up for Jody. She's mentioning that for a reason. You're exactly right. I am putting together classes to teach people how to awaken even further to their intuition. And they'll be available on my new website. They're not available right at this moment. And I was thinking back all oh, 30 years. And when I started doing this and what was such an important message is still a relevant message. So I wrote, I wrote something in the happy, my first happy medium book, and it really kept calling to me. So I found it and please bear with me. You guys can see, cause we're on zoom that I'm reading, but I am going to read something really short. I wholly support people in their endeavors to follow the authenticity of their souls. To do this work justice, meaning intuitive work, you must stay tuned to the higher self and give the ego, which can act as a loaded gun, time off. Holding the hand and heart of a soul of another human is a privilege and one to be taken seriously. Tact and diplomacy count. Just because you pick up on something doesn't mean you share it, nor does it mean it's yours to know or share. It's all about being a tool for the greater good versus your own. Really important because the more we open up, the more information we get, which is wonderful, but we are all picking things up and the filter that it comes through is our personality and all of the things that have happened to us and how we wear that. And so what we see is a reflection of us as well. So just because you pick up on something doesn't mean you share it, depends on the circumstance, and also know that you're an interpreter. So it should always be for the greater good and not for your ego. And I think, I mean, I've had to work with that my whole life too, is you, why are you sharing something? The more evolved you are, the more intuitive you are, and the more you should ask those questions about your intuition and your integrity. It is to read yourself more than it is to read somebody else, unless you choose that as a profession. And it should always, always be for the greater good. You can come up with something intuitively, which is perhaps at the heart of a situation when where it's being said 
it might hurt somebody's feelings. And I think that a lot of people, intuitive or not even especially intuitive, think there is a virtue in truth telling. I'm going to tell them the truth. And the truth is really your truth from your perspective. And if that truth gets told unfiltered, just comes screaming out your mouth without any deliberate thought behind it, then I think you have as much of an opportunity to do damage as it is to do good, especially if that truth is um, not of the of the most positive kind. If it's like, you know, I see you inheriting a lot of money, that's that's a little bit more positive. But if it's, you know, I see you going poverty stricken and living in your car, do you really need to say that? And and the other thing is, Jody, and I'm agreeing with you, by the way, 100%, um, what I have found with intuitives, I have yet to meet somebody who is 100% in their batting average. You interpret things through your own life's experiences, and everybody does well in the in the gray area between zero and 100. You happen to be way at the high end. But for a lot of people who are 50-50 and in the middle somewhere, what they may be saying, and as you said, interpreting what they're saying, may be an incorrect interpretation. So I like the fact that you always leave people feeling better about themselves than when they first came to you and said hello. Uh, I agree with all of that you said, and it it should be something empowering. So my kids did sports. They still do sports, but they did competitive sports. And one of my kids used to say, use psychic. Am I going to get on this team? And I wouldn't do that because I didn't want to impact any of my kids in what they did. Because let's say I said, yes, they wouldn't try as hard, perhaps. Or let's say I said no, then they would feel defeated going in. I don't know. I don't know the future. I'm just reading the signs that indicate what might occur. And I don't want to trip somebody up with that. I remember telling one of my friends was going on a date and she said, is this the one I'm going to marry? This is many years ago. And I mistakenly said, I feel like he's looking for the love of his life. And she goes, well, I'm not it. I'm not going on the date. And I thought, well, I'm never going to make that mistake again. Even though I wasn't reading her, it was one of those sort of flash questions. It should be something that empowers and always should empower somebody. Yes. And so that's why I, I'm very careful about what I say in a reading. I do say what comes up, but I, I use language that is empowering instead of disempowering. My, 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 my beef, if you will, is when somebody gets what I call like a drive-by intuition, a drop-in insight, and they feel something and they just blurt it out. Kids do that a lot. Well, they're kids, but as adults, we should know, don't blurt out something like your grandpa's going to die, or, you know, I I don't feel like you're going to keep your job, or are you pregnant with twins? There are certain times for that, and there are times to not do it, and we should just be aware of it. That we have the intuition, that we're open is wonderful. And I want to keep encouraging that. It's beautiful. It enhances your life. I don't want to dampen that at all. But we have to be responsible for what we say. Along those lines of integrity, uh, Gary and I visited with an, an author some weeks ago who was talking about deliberate thinking. And, and what he said was, 
most of the time we are reacting, 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 reacting. And if we can listen to somebody, but think deliberately instead of reacting automatically, because we react automatically all the time to everything that's going on. But he said, in situations where you can be more deliberate in your thinking, if if somebody says something uh, rash, and this would apply to intuition, if you think something, does it mean that you want to say it? Are you going to, is what is going to come out going to be a reaction and you just say it because it's right there? Or will you stop and think about what it is that you're going to say? And and I, I really agree with the fact that we don't do a lot of thinking. And, and so the same thing I think would apply to intuition as far as stopping and thinking about where that intuitive thought came from and, and is does it serve the person you're going to say it to? Right. Well, I know that when I do a reading before I do readings and I did this before we went on, I do a lot of prayer and a lot of meditation to kind of clear the slate, which is a really good thing to do. You clear your slate. So you're, you're open and you're not reflecting on everything that's been happening for you. You're more of a clear slate. So you're more connected to that, that beautiful bank of universal information. And that's in an environment that you create. But every day when you're having a conversation, I agree, it's really good to kind of put it through that filter, like, all right, how, how impactful is this going to be? Not to say you can't be like spontaneous, but where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? And the integrity piece is to know that, that if somebody knows you're intuitive, you what you say might have more of an impact on them. And unless you're just goofing around, and even then, like I can't, I realize I can't make certain jokes because it's not funny to the majority of people. Maybe to my family, actually, they'd probably say it isn't, but <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but I realize that there's there's just such a responsibility. And I think that's the big thing about intuition is it's it's this beautiful ability. It is a responsibility. Yes. I have been in the presence uh, within a church sanctuary. And I can recall this happened years ago, but the memory is vivid of a channeler, trans channeler, very popular. And when I saw this person deliver a message from the great beyond that did not track in any way with the life experience of the person to whom this medium was addressing the comments. I listened as the trans channeler being told, well, I'm sorry, I can't follow that. That that doesn't seem to apply to me. I can't follow any of that. And this lady who found that she just couldn't relate to the message was summarily told, Hey, I'm just the channel. I just, it's, it's my job to pass on to you. This is what I have. And thereby took no responsibility from the words that came out of their mouth. They were saying something that had no evidential value to the person being addressed. And this message was specific to them supposedly, but when you question you get the demurral, the disclaimer, hey, I'm only the trans channeler. That to me lacks integrity. What say you, Jody? Yes, I agree. That lacks integrity. The connection would be, here's what I'm picking up on. Maybe I'm misinterpreting the message. 
I see what I'm seeing, but I, it sounds like I'm misinterpreting the message. Or maybe it'll make sense to you later. Let me go through it in a different way. Let me hit it from a different angle to see how that is. And you know what? We can be wrong, 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 wrong. We can be wrong. I'm not always right. For sure, I'm not always right. I think there is a general direction that you're seeing when you're looking intuitively. You, you see a road and you see it's heading toward, uh, you know, a set of railroad tracks or something. But but what doesn't come into account is the fact that on this road, there are many, many branches. And so you can do one thing which gets you off the road you're on. And all of a sudden you're on a little side road and it's not going into the railroad tracks. It's going into a little cabin in the woods somewhere. And, and so I think that is part of that is you see what you see in a trajectory that if the trajectory were to continue, that's where it would end up. Things don't always end up in the way that they start out. They go in different directions because of free will. And also, you know, you pick things up intuitively and then you've got the dead people coming in and kind of saying what they think too. One of the biggest things I realize over these years is that sometimes if I say something that lots of what I say connects, but if there's something that's really strong and it's not connecting for somebody and I try to hit it from different angles, I'll just say, let's leave that. Let's go back to this part. I could be misinterpreting this. A lot of times those people will, will email me back or the next time they would come back, they'd say, this is what that meant. Ah. It has to, has to connect with them later. But you can feel when you're connecting with somebody. You can feel when you're in. You can feel when that connection is real. You want that person to get that information because it helps them. But it doesn't necessarily have to help me. Does that make sense? Yeah, say that one more time, Jody. I say things because I want to help the person or people I'm reading, right. not necessarily so it helps me. So if I look silly, I'm all right with looking silly. In fact, I'm really all right with looking silly. I'm just trying to deliver a message. And I'm all right with saying, maybe it's wrong. Maybe it doesn't connect. But I also know people sometimes are, are like, in, if people are staring at them, information that everybody else knows is true for them, they can't have it because they're so uncomfortable with everybody staring at them. They want that time alone to get that information. And then, Gary, there are those times people are just off intuitively. And it's good if they have the integrity, back to that word, the virtue of integrity so that they can admit a mistake. You know, yes, I am a human being. That means I'm fallible like every other human, but this is what I picked up. Let's take a moment and work through it. Or because this is a public event and other people are waiting there, give me a call or send me an email at, and we can talk about it a bit more. And, you know, then you could be accused of wanting to set up an appointment that's a yes or a no. The client decides that. If you want that much time, pay for it. We'll do it privately. If you want some clarification, I think a courtesy, a professional courtesy would be to extend that with a brief message because they were there and put themselves out in public being vulnerable and they didn't get what they could understand or what they needed. It seems to me that's part of the integrity of a good practice. I think that's true. And I also have come against or up against people, like I said, not wanting to own something. I remember reading somebody could have been on air, could have not, just leaving it at that, where I picked up on an eating disorder as a child. 
And I was being really careful about what I said, but they were like, nope, 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 nope. Never owned that shirt. Never had that. Never did that. And they told me later, yes, it's true. I just didn't want to say it because I didn't want people to hear it. So there's that aspect, but the integrity is then not to push it. Okay. You don't want to have it. Maybe I'm misinterpreting it. We're just going to let it go because the whole reason we do this is to help tap somebody's light and make it brighter. And if it's not, I'm moving on with it. I have a question for you. I didn't even plan to ask, but I'll ask. And as uh, I always, Suzanne sometimes quotes me saying this because I've gotten into the habit of saying no is a perfectly acceptable response, you know, but it's okay to ask for about anything you want subject to the laws of the land. And I don't know what the psychic laws are in regard, but I do know a bit about human beings having trod around this planet for a while. Jody, if you wish, if you're willing, can you share a story leaving names out of it? Have you run into a situation where someone told you in advance of a public presentation of yours that they're going to make it their mission to destroy you and make you look foolish because they don't believe in any of this psychic medium nonsense? That's so funny that you say that because when I first started on Twin Cities Live, and that show is 15, it's been on the air 15 years. Bless that show. It's such an amazing thing. The, the first host, John Hansen, who I adore, really didn't believe in what I was doing. And he made that known before I went on the first time. He said, "You're it's like a vacuum salesperson, or you believe what you're doing, but I don't really believe it at all. And with respect, he did try to throw me under the bus each and every time I was on that show, which was every week for a long time. Now, it was respectful because he just didn't believe in it. And I was up for it. And you know why? Because I believe in this. I believe in this. I believed it would work through me. I didn't try to prove anything to anybody. I just did my job. That's it. I just did my job. And it turned out it helped the ratings a lot. And it showed people how real it is and how real I am and how real John was. And in the end, kind of turned around. I have a video about that on my website. <laughs> I love that. And I need to look at the video, but I, I'm asking you because I know you. And you say that you help the ratings? That is what I was told. Yes. Well, that's great, Jody, because there's an opening at Fox. <laughs> yeah, but that is for non-truth. <laughs> uh, we got that out of her zinger, zinger, we got her i know i always Thank tell you. you that i try to be neutral but sometimes it just flies out of me well you didn't have to say it because it's already been said by people at fox that uh <laughs> yes. they're they were not about news we're about entertainment and our interpretation of things so yeah crazy i yeah and, and that, that's, that's the, it i don't want to go any as linda lrb would that. say and so it goes yeah we are nearing the time and we're going to take our break. And it was good to talk industry ethics, if I can call it that, Joe. Yes. You know, yeah. doing good things and doing the right things. They're not always the same because one can seemingly do good. Well, it helps them psychologically to hear from their dead father who passed away 90 days ago. They, they're comforted. That doesn't mean they were in contact with their deceased parent. Maybe they were, and maybe they weren't. That's why in spiritualism, the phrase evidential mediumship is crucial because it's it's kind of a, in a way, it's a continental divide between 
providing evidence so the people will go, I don't know how Jody Levon could know that. My God, that was from when I was eight years old that it happened just like she said there and providing the sort of show. And you see this a lot when people do galleries or they're in a darkened environment that it where it creates the semblance of a hallowed space. And they say this, that, and the other thing. And, oh, don't stop holding hands. Don't stretch your legs out because the spirit in the room there might be uh, injuring the medium there because this is so sensitive. And if you break the ectoplasmic plane, bad things will happen. I've been through an experience like that. And I said to Suzanne afterwards, she did not attend that event. And I said, I feel like I was part of a captive audience. I don't feel like anything even remotely psychic was necessarily going on. You certainly couldn't prove it, but it was a show. I prefer the evidential mediumship of the sort that you beautifully provide, Jody, because if the evidence is there, you will report it, and then you wait for confirmation. To me, that is excellent mediumship. Well, I appreciate that. And I, you know, like I said, usually people are, yep, I can relate to that. I am not a person that makes things up. I say what I see. That's the best I can do. I'm as legitimate as I can. I'm legitimate and I'm as real as real can be. But people do what people do. And I'm sorry you had that experience. And that person that was doing that, the medium that was doing that might have been a great medium, but thought maybe he or she needed shtick. I don't feel like I need shtick. Oh, Gary, can you tell everybody what shtick means? You know what shtick means? Well, I take it that it's it's Yiddish slang for something that is presentational and designed for effect. Shtick can be comedic or shtick can just be putting on an act. Exactly. Exactly. I knew you knew what that meant. <laughs> well, that's okay. I, I'm a regular boy chick. I know a little. <laughs> I, got a, I got a joke for you. And cool it with all these charges of anti-Semitism. I'm just telling a joke. There was a little <laughs> Jewish man that stepped out into the street. There, and he was run over by a bus. And he's laying there just completely flat on his back, barely conscious. And a passerby, being a good Samaritan, rushed over, leaned down, and asked this gentleman, Sir, how are you doing? And the man looked up with one eye and said, I make a living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your hate mail, anyone. It's just a joke. <laughs> All God right. Bless. And I'm one of those who has has taken up, and I need to be more consistent about this before we go to our break. Suzanne's going to give out the numbers here momentarily. Uh, I don't know whether you're doing this because you're a tweeter. I'm a tweeter. there, And I firmly believe there is a need in our society now. Here's my public service announcement. Use the blue check, that blue square. I have begun using that because anti-Semitism, I'm talking about the vicious, violent kind, that sort of anti-Semitism, attitudinally as well, has reared its ugly head in our society when, quite honestly, there's a whole generation now dying off. They fought that war. They were Antifa. They were fighting the ultimate anti-Semites, and now it seems to be a resurgent, poisonous strain in our society and also around the world. Don't you think, Jody? Jody, it's 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 very very upsetting. It's so upsetting, and yes, and I think it's a lack of information. I think that's the biggest thing: is it's a lack of information. If people really had all of the information, they wouldn't feel that way. And it's I think 
anti-Semitism is like the, so on the rise and nobody's there. People aren't stepping forward in defense where we step forward in defense and rightly so of other sorts of prejudice. Here's one that we should step in and say no. And not just me, I'm Jewish, but everybody should do it because we should make sure that everybody's treated fairly. Yes, it's on the rise and it's it's disgusting. We have uh, yard signs now of the good kind, uh, United We Stand in blue and white that are around Sarasota, and I'm happy to see those here. Oh, do you? That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's yard like the, signs. Like the, the stuff like that I'm retweeting, that it's like the blue square? Yes. yes. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to get one. Yep. Yep. I need to remind myself to use that uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. You do what you can, you know, you do what you Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Jody All Levon right. is our honored guest of the hour. She's bringing it. And Suzanne's going to tell you folks how you can get in touch with her. From anywhere around the world, you can call area code 425-373-5527. Did I say that too fast? I'll say it again. Area code 425-373-5527. From anywhere. If you're in Western Washington and you live locally, there's also a toll free number, which is 1 888 298 5569. 888 298 5569. So there's a whole bunch of numbers there. Try those. You'll talk to our friend Nathan. He'll put you in line. And after the break, uh, Jody will take your call. So thank you for listening to Manson Mitchell. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. 
I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our very special guest this hour, Jody Levon, The Happy Medium. Jody, you have written a series of books, The Happy Medium books. If people want to get your books or find out more about what you do or maybe even book a, a sitting with you, where is the best places and what are all the social media things you're involved in? So my website is theintuitivecoach.com. That's the best way to find out all of that. I'm on Facebook at The Happy Medium and Jody Levon, Twitter at Jody Levon. And I'm actually on pretty much everything. I'm also on YouTube. I have a channel on YouTube. And if you want to see me, my work, that's a great place to look at it or go to TwinCitiesLive.com. I am not at this time doing private readings. Oh, uh, Joe and I forgot that. I forgot that's that. Right. Sorry. That's all right. I forget it too. And I miss it dearly. And it's very good for me to put my energy into helping larger groups of people because that's yes. what I want to do is help larger groups of people. So this is a rare opportunity that people have to get a quick reading from me. A quick one-on-one. It's a quick message. It's not a long reading. It's a quick message, but we are happy to have you doing that today. So theintuitivecoach.com is probably the best place to do that. We have some callers waiting to talk to you. Do they need a question for you? Uh, We'll give out their name and where they're from. Is there any other information that you would like from the callers? No, just their their name would be great. And also to know that I don't dial in to the dead. The dead, I'm around. If they're around, I'm really good at picking up on them. The deciding factor is the spirit and the person I'm reading if they're open to it. So I get information intuitively and I get it from deceased people. Excellent. Excellent. Our first caller is Marie from Seattle. Marie, say hello to Jody Levon. Hi, Jody. Hello. I, right when Suzanne said your name, I got such a good feeling about you. You must be that 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 person that people want to talk to and that want to be near, especially when they're sad. I can feel that. There's healing energy around you. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You have a question? Um, no, I just wanted to see what, what who came through or if anybody came through today. So is your father on the other side? Because there's a, there's a male on the other side, he's, and they're showing me a little bit of scruff. So sometimes that means this person died a little bit older, and this person's got, their, their eyes are really, um, they're watery. So I feel like this person, at least toward the end, showed a lot of emotion, but maybe didn't always have the ability to get out what they wanted to say when they were younger um, yes. or parenting. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's some regret about that. Like I wasn't able to say these particular things. I want to, I want to tell you, he is saying he's very proud of you. There's ways that you're a lot alike. He also has some healing energy around him. Was there, um, did his family or was there alcohol or some drugs around he or his family growing up? Um, his brother. His brother. Okay. 
Yeah, he's talking about that. He kind of went left of center with that. He the big thing that he wants to say is he didn't he feels like he wasn't able to really tell you how important you were, the people, your people, his people. He wasn't able to just say it. And I don't know if he died quickly or if he thought he had more time, but that is this really strong feeling like he's actually showing me like when you have um, let's say you have crackers in your mouth and you're trying to talk like he just didn't get it out the way that he wanted to, but he feels good knowing that you already know it. Does that make sense yeah, to you? It makes total sense. He had a stroke at the end. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Total sense. Yeah. You hear things intuitively. Are you aware of that? Um, yeah, sometimes I do. I really, yeah. I, w- I wish so I could to, hear it more. <laughs> so to, that's all you have to say is you just ask yeah. for more. You put a light, nice white light around you. And when you do hear something, write it down and see what comes to pass with it. And the more it comes to pass, whatever the message is, the more confident you'll get, the more you'll open up to it. Just remember to keep yourself grounded and with good boundaries and it will get bigger. It will get bigger. You'll see. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you for calling Marie. Appreciate your patience. And also, uh, thanks to Marie, particularly, but to everyone who calls, because, you know, in a way, you're putting yourselves out there. You're willing to, it's not dirty laundry, at least we hope not, but it's laundry. And you put it out there on the line for everybody to, in this case, hear. Can you hear laundry? I hear the machines there. But in (laughs) terms of, of just the willingness to do that, it speaks well for people who are willing to take a chance by calling a show that has a medium who will tell them personal information. It's a kind of revelation, and we do appreciate our callers for their willingness. You know what's interesting about that is that that lovely caller, I promise you there's 30 or more people that needed to hear that exact message themselves. Very that- good. And, and, and now that she's off the line, we have an available phone line. And if you want to be the person that fills the place where Marie was, that is 425-373-5527. Thought I'd put it out there one more time because Nathan can take your call while Jody is talking to Cynthia from Everett. Cynthia, say hello to Jody. And do you have a question for her? Hi, Jody. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I do have a question. Um, so I just got, like, let go from my job yesterday. Um, it was, didn't know it was coming. So I guess my question is, should I focus, if the universe says, to interview to get permanently back into this company? Or should I focus on more looking outside? <laughs> and um, I'm financially worried. I was also about to indulge, well, go towards um, doing readings on weekends. So I'm a little um, just trying to ground a bit of what the universe is, wants me to focus on that. So the message I'm getting, first of all, I'm, I'm very sorry that that happened. I, that's yeah. incredibly difficult. I yeah. feel like, yes, you absolutely could reapply within that company. You're going to want to do something a little different than you did. So let's okay. say your position was in divided into, if you could, three different places. The third mm-hmm. place, the one that wasn't even as active, but you were still good at it. That's the one that you're going to want to tap into and 
to talk about. So go outside of your box a little bit to the stuff that's familiar, but maybe not 100% familiar. So they can see that you're very flexible in doing many different things, because that's what they're going to be looking for, as a lot of companies are, if they as they have to downsize, is somebody that can do many different things. And I feel like you were pretty much locked in. You did a really good job at what you did. And it was this, there was some real specifics to it. Show them that you can do things outside of it. And should you choose to do readings, I hope you heard the beginning of this yeah. wonderful show. And I can feel that you yeah. did. And so yeah. I feel good about that. Being grounded yeah. is so important. Having good boundaries, clearing the slate, meditating beforehand, and knowing that you're the conduit is a really beautiful thing. And I wish you luck with it. Thank you. I, I just I was so looking to go towards that. And then this just got thrown at me. And I'm like, oh, I feel my calling to be a death doula and be around certain things, but I still have to be in this world on a financial side to get out of this debt, and I'm just, like, trying to just do the highest good. Of what you know what? The job do. that you go to five days a week or how many days a week can be mm-hmm. very grounding, which is good for you. So okay. that you do feel, I mean, I'm just reading the signs, so I'm not I'm not a future teller. I'm reading the signs that indicate what might occur. I do feel like there's a position. I don't know if it's within this company. It feels good there, but please also try outside of it. And I feel like you'll be very glad you have that because this kind of work can can make you a little fuzzy and it's good to have something very grounding, not just the money, but the groundedness. Groundedness, right. Right. That makes sense. Cynthia, can I give you my decidedly non-psychic prediction? Yes, I'm sure you, you woke up this morning saying, I can't wait to hear Gary's opinion on this one. There, but here's what <laughs> no, I would no, say I by way. I want to hear you guys talk about hockey, believe me, because I'm a hockey person. So I listen there to you go. <laughs> well, you're going to put one in the net, Cynthia, because it no, is my no, experience. The Rangers are going to come back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been my experience, Cynthia, that when I have been let go, yeah, it's happened a few times to me yeah, same and here. a few other a few other times by mutual agreement. But nevertheless, when I have departed under whatever circumstances, each and every time it happened, I find myself shortly thereafter embracing an opportunity that would not be available to me if I had stayed where I was. So this mm-hmm. is to mix a metaphor. It's getting pushed out of the nest because you got to fly someplace else that will be far more rewarding for you. And I think you experienced the first necessary step in that process yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was in a group for a level of security because the stuff is really, really busy in construction and apparently the entire company nationwide just got rid of all the construction coordinators. So, you know, corporation, nothing personal, but you're all gone. So, so, but you're right. You're right. There, there's, you know, I've been meditating tonight and yesterday and yeah, I just, I'm just still shocked, but I'm like, okay, you're right. There must be something better that the timing's now. Yep, and you got your running shoes on, so you're going to be I good. Do. I have my sneakers on. I'm about to go to the gym, too. too. You picked that up. <laughs> you got her, Jody, with the sneakers. Good <laughs> <laughs> fortune is going to be smiling on you, is already, Cynthia. So yeah. call us up sometime and let us know how it's going. Yes, thank you. So, 
Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. I really appreciate All it. All right. Thanks, Jody. Good. Blessings. We do have that some good wonder. energy. Well, we, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And you're we, spreading. You guys spread this. Your your show spreads good energy to people, and that is contagious. It's wonderful. Intuition's contagious. Good energy is contagious. It's wonderful. We have wonderful call, callers and wonderful listeners to our show. That is for sure. We've we've talked to quite a few of them. We have another caller. Are you ready, Jody? I am. Okay, we have Ellie calling from Wakanda, Illinois. Ellie, say hello to Jody Levon, and do you have a question for her? Hi, Jody. Um, nice to talk to you. I do. Uh, my mom is 101 years old. Has been healthy her whole life. She is, seems to be surrounded by people from the other side or guardian angels, whatever it is, um, and she's constantly uh, letting me know it. And I was just trying to get some sort of perception because I think I feel it as well, um, even where I live, uh, which is not far from her. So you're you're feeling the presence and you know that before people cross over, oftentimes their loved ones that are deceased come to help them transition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I also feel like you're a family that doesn't love surprises. So a lot of people don't love surprises, that it's a gradual thing. And I, I feel like your mom is already in part on the other side. Like she spends a lot of time either sleeping or not talking or dazing out because she's already conversing with them. She's visiting and then coming back. I can't give you that's, a time. because that I just That's accurate. That, I can also, thank you. And I can also feel like how grounded you are and Trust me, I don't say that to just anybody. You have this beautiful groundedness and there's an earthiness about your energy and I love it. And you're very calming to your mom. So I know that you're scared. You don't want to lose her. It's She's been a, a source of always been there, whether she's been present emotionally or all the time or not, she's always been there. You will still feel her presence. You are perceptive enough that you will feel her presence. And she's got to go on this journey without you. And that's the hardest part for you, correct? Oh. That you Correct. Yeah. You, yeah. It's. I'm, I've been working on it for four years, but <laughs> um, you know, every time I see her every day, and she's smiling, and and we're together, um, I keep saying, "Oh, I have another day. I have another day." So. You know, the, the interesting thing about when somebody crosses over is that we're so used to feeling their presence when they're we're in front of them. We have to get used to their presence inside of us. And I feel like you have a start on that. Actually makes me want to cry. I feel like you have a start on that. So Thank you. You, you may go through a period once she does cross over where you don't, you can't feel the exact connection because it's going to be a different kind of connection. And that's all right. Don't You don't have to worry that you'll still be able to communicate and you'll still be able to show her your love because that's how we do it is we communicate through love and you have that going on. She needs to be on this journey without you on the they're showing me on the coattails did you hang on to her a lot when you were little did you pull on her um you know, little, we, little. Are, we are connected like no two people are connected so yes right and your guides want you to know is your is your dad on the other side even if they weren't yes. to get you okay yes. Yes. he's the one that's telling me he's very funny he's very factual i don't know if he smoked or not but he's like 
taking a deep oh, yeah. breath and breathing out kind of heavy. He's the one that's saying you, you this you have to understand the connection is going to be different and the connection is pulling a little bit right now and you have to let that part go. You will still be connected through your heart. I'm not blowing smoke, haha, to your dad when I say that. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm telling you the truth. You will still feel the connection. It'll just feel different. And that's going to be the toughest part for you. And you're going to do just fine. And so will your mother. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so um, much. Ellie, before we leave, because we don't have someone waiting there. So I, I thought I would go ahead and extend this call just a little bit. Ellie, sure. have you ever had, because I've had such experiences myself. I mean, I'm the first one to say that, you know, there are things that happen. I can't explain how or why they happen but I'm glad that they did. Ellie, have you ever had any indication that a loved one, could be your dad, could be a, an aunt, an uncle, cousin, who has reached out to you in ways that, for lack of a better term, you might regard as paranormal, something that you wouldn't figure would happen, this thing, yeah. this sound, this smell, this thing I'm seeing that seems like, wow, this is almost like a message. Yes. My mother's sister, uh, quite a bit. <laughs> things, things seem to show up, uh, physical things, um, um, that appear that weren't there before, that were hers or a comb of my father's, um, that I have not seen since the sixties and all of a sudden it appears. Uh, so I have had, uh, some sort of communication from the other side. Um, to the two closest people to my mom. So yeah, very much. That's so that. cool. That's yeah. very cool. And I think Jody uh, in the trade there, I believe they call that uh, either an apport or an aport, like, where yep. something shows up that is strangely out of context. See, that's the thing. Out of place. Right? Yeah, like why would I find that here now? Mm -hmm. Right, and it's not usual, by the way. It's not, it's not like that happens all of the time. It's, I, I don't hear about it often at all. It's a very cool thing when it happens. You know what I want to, I, I, I do believe our caller can testify to this, if you will. When there's a presence of somebody around you that's on the other side, how you know who it is, is if you close your eyes and you think of the person that you love, the feeling that you have inside of you that's how they'll show themselves when they come through to you on the other side from the other side that feeling will still come inside of you that's how you know and so that's probably even if the comb looked familiar because it was your aunt you probably felt her presence as well which is very cool no question and the comb was my father's business back in the 50s handwritten on it so it was absolutely the comb that existed in his life. So it wasn't just a comb that felt like his. It really was an actual. <laughs> don't ask well, me. I think that's so And cool. that's fascinating, Ellie. Now, they're under the circumstances, if you don't mind sharing, where and maybe when did you find this comb? I mean, did this happen because you were cleaning out boxes in the attic where one might be expected to see some old article anyway? No, I just opened up the back seat of my car and it was laying on the floor and <laughs> there had never been anything back in the back seat of my car. That's a wow. My, mother, my mother's never gotten in the car and she doesn't have a purse that she brings. It's like, and there's no other family members that could have brought it in. It was just there. And it had his address and company name on it and the phone number. 
And I have not seen that comb. I don't even remember seeing it, but I do know he had them made up in the 50s. And there it was. And nothing in the back seat. When did your father pass away? What year? 1975. 1975. And what model year of car was it where you found the comb? Um, uh, Jeep Cherokee. Right. Uh, what model year? 2017. 1975 to 2017. Wow. That's, to me, that's the mystery. That's quite a stretch of time to find something when you didn't even keep things in the back seat. And for it to have that significance to you, that's when I get the chills. Plus, just if, to say one more thing, and that is um, I was looking for a screwdriver and I opened up a, a, a little drawer in my garage. And there was my Aunt Gloria's keychain that I had given her a gazillion years ago that spells out the name Gloria. I don't have any idea how it landed up there. And that was also not that long ago. So there are things that are that are definitely happening. <laughs> well, I love that. And they're showing you that they're well, your aunt would have wanted to have been present anyway. So I feel like she's made herself known all along anyway. And I believe you even said that. That yeah. they do make themselves known. It's it's a matter of being open to it. It's a matter of acknowledging it. And it's a matter of not being freaked out by it because they don't nobody wants to freak you out. Your loved ones on the other side don't want to do something to freak you out. They want to help empower you. That's their job. They want to empower you. So I love that you're not getting freaked out. And I love that you're open to the messages. It's beautiful. Thank you. I uh, I appreciate the phone call. It couldn't have come at a more opportune time. So thank you. Yeah. Many blessings. Thank you for calling, Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. Well, that was that was perfect. We didn't have any other callers, and we're almost out of time. So, how perfect was that, Jody? It allowed Jody to spend a little <laughs> more time with each caller, and yeah. for us to do so as well. People will have these experiences, Jody. In the last couple of minutes, we've got they have experiences that represent a paradigm shift. I've talked to any number of Catholics who said, we don't believe in that, so that's not what we teach. Well, your experience is teaching you something else, regardless of what you learned in catechism. That's what I say to them. And it apply, it applies equally, whatever your faith tradition, or if you have no particular faith, you might be agnostic or even atheist. And sometimes things happen that just leave you scratching your head because it doesn't add up. And yet here's some evidence right in front of you. Absolutely true. And what's lovely about religion is it can open you up to your connection with that higher power, that higher source, the intuitive, all that stuff from those from the other side and the intuitive leads that you get. That's all a gift also. And so when you're open to it, it gets bigger and bigger. And I think it doesn't happen sometimes. Honestly, I think it happens all the time. I just think some people aren't open to it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, if you go into anything with an open mind and yet maintaining it, who says it better than you? What, what's your common saying about uh, people using their senses? Follow your heart, trust your gut, and use your head. There that's you go. That just tripped right off her tongue. I know. She, she gets that memorized. Lot. That's right. <laughs> and that's a great attitude to take, not only toward subjects that are psychic, but toward life itself. I think that's a pathway to success, Jody. It works for you. 
It does. And you know what else works for me? Doing things that bring me joy. Because the more ha- the happier I am, the more joy-filled I am, the more intuitive I am. So I make choices to see things, not to ignore the, the ugly, but to focus on the things that are positive, to deal with the junk inside of me, deal focus toward the positive and have more light in me that I'm more intuitive and I'm happier. Jody Levon, you're a superstar on Manson Mitchell as elsewhere. We always delight in your company. Please come back and see us again. Thank you, Jody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We Jody hope you have a week. wonderful weekend. Go Kraken!